Well, good evening and welcome to Sports on the Porch. Well, well, welcome to the rock concert. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you did. Right. Would you turn it up to 11? Maybe. Uh, mine goes to 11. No, w- welcome to Sports on the Porch at the Tractor Bowl. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so just uh, this just proves that we are live and unedited and we don't care what else is going on. Uh, whether there's a tractor pull happening next door or whether there's a... Twins baseball game going. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. Uh, I'm rooting for Billy Bob in the fourth. Just yeah. so you know. Uh, I think that's going to be a good pull. Well, he does have the souped-up tractor. Yeah. He, he's been wrenching on that thing for a while now. So yeah. Big old John Deere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with, but uh, yeah, he's got the big JD. Right. Well, you saw me eating a loose meat sandwich earlier, and you're like, I'm betting on that guy. Well, the way he eats a loose meat sandwich is real, real good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, it's good to be back. We take, uh, we're kind of easing back into yeah. it. Yeah. We we're just, on summer hours, really. Yeah. We're on. Uh, yeah. We're not quite on hiatus. We're we're on twins time. Yeah. We're. Yeah, because it's all dependent on how the twins are doing as to whether or not we'll uh, truly broadcast. Um, Interesting. We'll get to some of that Twins news in just a moment here. But uh, first of all, beautiful evening here uh, in Sports on the Porch. And wearing the new Sports on the Porch t-shirt. We have logo wear. We do have logo wear. We do. So this is available for uh, for purchase, you know, at a small fee. Um, and we would, you know, gladly... No, it's not available. It is, oh. yeah, yeah, for um, sure. So it's available for purchase. If you want to purchase the Sports on the Porch T-shirt, uh, we'll gladly take Sell your you order. one with shipping and handling. Yep. We'll, but we'll autograph it. We will autograph it if we, you want us to. Yeah, if, 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 if you don't, you don't want, want it autographed, uh, no need. I mean, if you're, if you're, we're not going to frame it for you. You can do that on your own. Well, um, if they're willing to. Uh, right. I'll frame it too. Well, sure, but for cost. Right. I mean, yeah. We, this is none of this is free. <laughs> it's not like the podcast where it's charity work. Here. Right. Come on. Wait, you're not getting paid? Oh, oops. Uh, haven't seen the check That's yet. It's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it's kind of an awkward moment here, but. Oh, all right. So, uh, anyway, what is the temp? Because uh, it's a beautiful evening. Oh, now, now you want me to work. I do kind of want you to work, yeah. Earn uh, your right, paycheck. Fine, fine. The Wheaton Dumont. This evening, Matt, a lovely 86 degrees That's Fahrenheit. Yes. Low humidity out here, um, and that actually clocks in at uh, 30 degrees Celsius. Or 30 Celsius for our yeah. international listeners, and yep. we appreciate them very much. Um, it is a beautiful evening. I will tell you that, uh, you know, again, when we're sitting out here in 10 below weather in the wintertime, I will gladly take this over that any day. Let me check the records, but I believe I'm the only one who's ever been out here at negative temperatures, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was out here at negative temperatures. Yeah, yeah you yeah. said you were in spirit, yeah. and you were in that Studio B. I, I don't know what you're talking fireside about. Fireside chat with FDR. Yeah, well, um, I I think I recall that I I did a podcast with Nathan when uh, you decided to be incarcerated so yeah again in another fireside chat yeah it was beautiful porch. Yeah. studio c <laughs> studio c Actually, was about studio gb yeah 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 that's what nathan would call it but it is a beautiful evening and you're right it's been colder and you've been colder and uh 
um, you know, for safety reasons and for the equipment's sake, you know, we had to keep I it I love your excuses for, for the equipment, <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is expensive equipment here. This isn't cheap stuff. Uh, this is, you know, we got to keep, we got to, we're on a budget here and, you know. Well, uh, apparently you're the only one getting paid for this well, podcast. You know, the engineer. Um, so I see two beers in front of me. Yes. One is different than the other. And one's for me, one's for you. Okay, what's the one for you? This one uh, I picked up in Alaska. Uh, this I, I didn't visit the, the brewery, but uh, out of Tulkeetna, Alaska, Denali Brewing, I've got the Big Dippa. So oh, this like, this is a funny I, I like play that on name. words. I like right? it very much. So the Big Dipper is uh, actually on the Alaskan state flag. Um, you can see a lot of stars in Alaska and... Um, the, any the big, aurora borealis? I did not see any. Usually, you'd see those in winter. Um, oh, yeah. So, so being there summertime ish, uh, didn't get that experience. But uh, the big dipper weighs in at 100 IBUs and 8.6 ABV. Uh, very solid double IPA. So hold on and, a second. 100 IBUs. So that means roughly 100 cats had to urinate eight, into the cup. Yes, can. correct. All right, yep. that's kind of what I thought. Yep. Yep. So, and I have a beer for me. For, for Matt, uh, it, IBU stands for International Cat Pissing Units. Yep, although I apparently don't know how to spell. No. Um, so, I have a cup in front of me. It's you do? It's, it's quite different in mm-hmm. color than yours, and mm-hmm. uh, I have not been uh, told or what it is at all. I was not even allowed to smell this beer. Uh, there was uh, Price Waterhouse was here protecting the can in a in a sealed briefcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, those guys are quite attractive. Um, and well, funny you should say that, Matt. Yeah. Well, am I am I allowed to touch? It? I don't. Well, I wasn't you, even allowed you, to touch you can, it. You you can touch it if you want. Right. Um, so what, what you happen to be uh, grasping right now in your hand and staring at fondly? Mm-hmm. Um, well. That's Morning Wood, Matt. Oh, is this from uh, Big Wood Brewery yeah, yeah. in you, the White Bear Lake? You've been staring fondly, yes. at, longingly at... I, I do like Morning Wood. Morning Wood. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. Uh, I've had it before. <laughs> Have you ever had Morning Wood in the evening? I don't know that that's possible, but I just did, and that was... It's delicious. Have you ever had Morning Wood with green eggs and ham? Uh, no. No, you should try. I, I don't it's, eat green green eggs and ham. It's good. St. Patrick's Day. Ah, St. Patrick's. I. Uh, this is a good beer. Have you been to the brewery? Uh, yes, a, a number of times. Oh, yeah. So uh, I have spoken to the brewery, uh, Bigwood in White Bear Lake. Yes. Uh, and we have been invited to broadcast from there. We have. We have. Yes. So. So is is this where the the paycheck is coming from? Anyway, let's move on. With the, uh, you know, we, this is a sports podcast. Right. We should talk about sports. Okay. Well, <laughs> funny enough, I, I buy the beer that you, you're getting paid. I, 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 don't from know the ta- I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> this is a good, just, by the way. Just seeing you it's drink enough. The, the, the morning wood is. Yeah, you, you like that, me yeah. to have a little morning wood in my hand, don't you? I do, yeah. Mm. It's oh. quite delicious. I've never seen you attack a beer quite like you've attacked the morning wood. It's, it's been nonstop touching well, your lips. It is quite delicious. Uh, all right. 
double entendres aside, let's talk a little bit of sports. And, you know, there's not much going on, but we've, you know, we've dedicated ourselves to Minnesota sports. And as, um, as down as it is, as, as, as depressing as it is, I want to just brief, well, not briefly, but I want to talk about the twins kind of showing some signs of life. Don't bury the lead here. The Lynx are going for their third straight win this evening. That's true. The Lynx, who uh, started down this season, uh, just not doing very well, uh, are back to 500. Mm -hmm. Just reached that level, so back to even. Now going for their third straight win. This... um, Again, I'm not predicting anything. This is this is a great team, and they've uh, have a great dynasty there in the sense of all the championships that they won. Best uh, basketball team in the state. Best basketball team in the state, bar none. Although the Gophers men's uh, basketball team has been pretty good, and even the 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 women's uh, Gopher basketball team has been uh, pretty good. So. I, I mean, I would take the links over oh, all of them yeah, combined. Absolutely, yeah. but as we know, the bottom of that list is uh, oh, the tractor pull's taking a break. Um, as we oh, oh Billy, Billy Bob's getting ready. Lunch, lunch break for some yeah loose meat sandwiches. Yes, why not? Um, so yes, I would put the Timberwolves at the bottom of the list. I mean, there's some high school teams that I would move above the Timberwolves, but um, but here's the Hopkins. Link. Yeah, not a bad program. Yeah. Um, so here's uh, here's the thing with the Lynx. You know, they're they're at the beginning of their season. It's it's just not been great. Um, continue winning. Maybe I don't know if this is a championship team, but it's certainly. Cheryl always gets the the ladies ready so to, to play, and it's one of those things that if they're working on it throughout the season they have that true uh spirit of when it comes down to the playoffs crunch time comes into play they show up Uh, unlike any other minnesota sports team is what they are you're absolutely right they they are the unicorn of minnesota sports well or they're the exception to prove the rule in the sense that we have all these other teams that just break down in the playoffs or don't even make the playoffs and playoffs, right? The 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 links though, uh, they've powered through, and not only powered through, but they've been dominant uh, in the sense where almost uh, can't lose. Uh, so, in as well, we've let's seen, not, let's well, not crazy, yeah, here, but, but that's the way they were when they were in their championship years. Uh, let's talk about twins. Let's talk about Vikings. They pay. They play not to lose. They don't play to win, and there is a difference, Josh. Uh, many of these teams uh, who get out there now. Let's talk about teams like the San Francisco 49ers in the era of Joe Montana. Let's talk about basically any team that Tom Brady has been a quarterback. Um, let's talk about uh, days of old with Brett Favre either at the helm of the Green Bay Packers or the uh, Minnesota Vikings. These teams played to win. It's, Why do you play the game, Matt? You play it to win. But how many times have you seen the Twins or the Vikings or I think even on occasion the Wild and especially the Timberwolves, they they play to not lose. 
It's not fun for a fan to watch that. It's not. It's one of these things where I'm changing jerseys four or five times, socks multiple times throughout the game. Shorts, underwear. Sometimes I don't wear any clothes because... I, maybe that's better. I, Those I are awkward moments for us yeah, when we're. I, with I understand you. that, but I'm just trying to help the team not lose. I'm I'm like in there with him. Here. And if if I were having a team that played to win the game, I wouldn't. It wouldn't matter what I. But wore. maybe you should. Uh, y- your superstitions should be to win and not to help the team not lose. I, I don't, I'm confused by you my words there. You just want me to keep on my clothes. I kind of do. I mean, I think we all do. Um, I mean, I don't speak for the group, but they've kind of talked about it. I mean, when you come out here and you do snowmen in the angels in yeah, the thing. It, yeah. Yeah, that's acceptable. Okay. I don't care if you wear clothes for that. But that inside. Was, that snow was crusty. That hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I at least had it on a pair of shorts for that. Yeah, that was a pretty big moment in the game, and I'll tell you, that was uh, an amazing time. But those are few and far between, Josh. We see so many times that the, you know, you could you, it applies to the Minnesota Vikings, but it could apply for any of the teams. They go into a prevent defense, and they sit there and watch the other team Work against them in whatever way it whatever way it is. Go down the field, uh, hit hit uh, single and double. Uh, Bases loaded. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, let's but let's talk about the Twins because they're an active team right now. This is a team that obviously started out very poorly, then showed signs of some life. You mean mediocrity? Yeah, showed yeah. signs of signs of mediocrity, yeah. uh, but then I think last night's game was sort of the epitome of how their season has gone. Here is a team that, uh, so if to, if to depending on when you're listening to this, last night's game was against the Chicago White Sox. Kenta Maeda was the uh, pitcher last night, and he couldn't keep people off the bases. He, I think, it was interesting. After the first inning, uh, first or second inning, uh, no, first inning, the score was one to nothing. No, no. One, two to one. Two to one. Two to one in favor of the Twins. But the interesting column was the hit column. The Twins had two hits. Chicago White Sox, zero hits. But with one run. Who is that on, Josh? Who is totally responsible for that? That's the pitcher. Yeah. Well, there's no errors. There was in the yeah, box. Yeah, and yeah, I should mention the there were zero errors. Yeah. So zero errors, so it's not on the fielders or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero hits. So the hitters didn't do it. That one run was all Kentameda. And this guy... Was he doing his best Brad Radke and trying to <laughs> give up a run in the first and just Brad Radke settle, always, settle down? Yeah, but there? became became a Cy Young Award winner in <laughs> innings two, two through nine seven. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, Kentameda was horrible. Last night, and and he's a guy who was so good. He was he was basically second in in AL Cy Young in the COVID shortened season last year. The trade for Brewster Gratterall looked like a genius move last year. We've got this awesome starting pitcher locked up for a number of years for four, five, six million dollars a year, and we're, we're geniuses. Um, but 
he is terrible this year. It, it's just night and day how good he was last year and how bad he is this year. I, I really thought that he was going to be a number one starter for us, but he, he's only in the starting rotation because we lack any other depth. We've The team that I said had such depth entering the season in starting rotation in the bullpen, the hitters, they've been exposed. These guys right. are are terrible. And the Twins, I think, are big-time sellers uh, come trade deadline. And we're, we're going to so, explode, implode, and blow this whole thing up and start, start from scratch again. So now we're going to be back into a rebuilding moment or a rebuilding season, rebuilding two seasons. Is that is that what you're... I, I, I don't see I mean, how you, right? Your best player, probably Nelson Cruz. He's not coming back. Uh, yeah. it, it it took to the very kind of end of free agency to to convince him to come back, or that he didn't get offers from other competitive teams. Right. Uh, comes back to the Twins, a team who we thought and he thought was going to be a contender. It didn't pan out that way, and and I just don't see him coming back. Buxton, who is. MVP caliber when he's on the field can't stay on the field whether it's his doing or bad luck he gets hit by a pitch and breaks a yeah. bone in his and, and it's it's just but do you think that there are teams out there that will see that I mean is he is he good enough trade bait yeah I get his MVP material yeah, I don't think field. I don't think you trade Buxton right well, you, but you, you trade Maeda you trade Cruz how do you keep Buxton on the field is the question because we can't depend on him. I mean, yeah, when he's on the field, boy, he does everything right for us. But he's, what, on the field only maybe two-thirds or half of the time? He is probably the fastest player on the field when he's out there, right? Right. So even if he slows down a little bit and we ensconce him in bubble wrap, I think he's still going to be an all-star caliber player. It's going to be hard to throw the ball if he's in a rubble. Hard to hit. He'll figure it out. But as long as he's, he's that good, wrapped up in bubble wrap, I think we're we're going to be fine, and we can get by with like 140 games of a bubble wrap Buxton. I don't think we get 140. That would be a phenomenal bubble wrap Buxton. <laughs> so bobblehead, he, he, bobblehead, right? So when he comes through bobblehead. this, yes. And and he's got to go to 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 the Saints and they do their thing right because they've got such great marketing. Yep. So they do a Buxton bobblehead night in bubble wrap. I'd love it. I would. So here's an interesting question: If I were to have in front of me two tickets to the Minnesota Twins, I'm going game to the Saints. And two tickets to the Saints. I, you didn't even need to finish that. Well, I but I had to. It's radio or podcast or whatever this is called. Yeah, the I, I'm going to the Saints. Yeah, better, I want to see I want to see what's coming up. Better, well, yes, that's that's the other thing, but it's also better entertainment value in my in my book. Uh, the Saints put on a production. Uh, they put on good baseball, but they also put on a good production. And I'm glad when the Twins took that team over that they didn't change that one bit. Right, uh, I think that's their their social media cone is still uh, pretty edgy and funny, and uh, they haven't lost that aspect of it. Right. E- even though the big league club is uh, seven miles away, you know? true. Yeah, I, I mean uh, that's been fun. Yeah, that it, 
again, it's happenstance that they were purchased by the Twins or not purchased but taken over because I think their ownership group is somewhat still intact. The Vex and, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Bill Murray and, and yeah. yeah. Gungal Galunga. Gunga Gunga Galunga. So I got that going for me. Yeah. Which is nice. So you have this you have this gem of a team, a minor league team now, official minor league team instead of just independent league. And they're outshining their big brother in, in showmanship for sure and <laughs> probably baseball. Um but and we don't know that. We we don't even care about what their record is. No. But we would still much rather see the Saints game right That's now than true. the tw- than the garbage that the yeah. Twins are rolling out and, there. And you know the Saints big fans of the show too. Big fans. So shout out to the Saints. Uh, they they love sports on the porch and and you know we love them. So we do. And and I really think this bubble wrap Buxton has legs. Well, we should. Uh, we're recording it now, so this is. Uh, what's the date, Josh? Uh, June 30th, 2021. We are copywriting that Bubble Wrap Buxton bobblehead. That's uh, Sports on the Porch. Well, I'll give it to Josh because, uh, well, that can be your severance. Um, I mean, not severance. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. That, uh, wow, that happened fast. I went from a real high to yeah, well, off, the sh- off the show. Justin Morneau is going to take over your spot. So I've got a chapter in the history of heartbreak all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Minnesota yeah. Book podcast. two. Book two. Huh. Book two. No, it's, it, it's, it's so Minnesota sports to go from this real high to yeah. low and you're out of the playoffs yeah. off the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 the season's over. Yeah. Um, oh, that was a good run. Yeah, well, uh, actually we can't. We can't let you go. You own the studio. So, <laughs> um, I'm sure you have a contract with uh, Jenna to lease that I, I didn't yeah, know about. Well, and you're probably going to record every other Tuesday when I'm at Golf League. Yeah. Uh, well, and we have we we got the season tickets for the Saints too as compensation. You know, part of anyway. Oh, happy um, for you. Yeah. So you do have a book here. Uh, do we have a story that uh, you would like? read this evening is there one in there that uh sort of sparks your fancy well you remember herschel walker oh do i yeah so this trade was supposed to save the vikings we didn't read this one already i don't i don't i don't recall it it just it just seems that fresh in our memory it's worth reading again i i really don't think so um but i i i have heard that dan winnie soda and I assume that's a pen name or a real name. I mean, I, I don't have a, uh, a white page as you anymore. don't know. But he's coming out with a second book that he thinks is better than the first. Oh year. wow! Um, well, we keep we keep making memories. That's the problem yes. in uh, in Minnesota. So, uh, so history of heartbreak, Dan Minnesota. Um, this reading brought to you by. I assume the same. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you guys oh, have the deal. Uh, right? Brought to by Big Wood. Um, so, this is the Minnesota Walker, or Minnesota Walker, Minnesota Vikings trade for Herschel Walker. Great running back. By the way, if you don't know who Herschel Walker was, he was a great, great running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Alabama, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure where he went to college. I think he went to college. Um, the Dallas Cowboys began their 1989 season 0 and 5. Head coach Jimmy Johnson wanted to rebuild and was looking to trade star running back Herschel Walker. 
Johnson's assistants tried to talk him out of it, but Johnson got in touch with Minnesota Vikings general manager Mike Lynn. Do you remember Mike Lynn? Wow, what a the Vikings were three and two, and Lynn believed Walker could help us win a Super Bowl. Um, October twelfth, the team finalized a trade. Dallas received five players: Isaac Holt, cornerback; David mm-hmm. Howard, linebacker; Darren Nelson, running back. Mm-hmm. Jesse Solomon, linebacker, and Alex Stewart, defensive end. Well, that's not bad for Herschel Walker. Just those five players yeah. for Herschel? I, uh, yeah. I, I would do it at that Darren time. Darren Nelson was a B running back. Yeah, uh, Isaac fine. Holt was a decent cornerback, but... Um, Jesse Solomon was yeah. solid, you know, citizen. So, and, yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, the, along with Minnesota first-round draft pick in 1992. So we gave away a first-round draft pick. Okay. It's only one year. I mean, That's fine. All right. what are you going to do, right? And it was, not only was it only one year, it was, you know, what, three years away? So Minnesota received Walker. That's it. That's all they got. Dallas well, fans. Was oh. an incredible running back. He was, yeah. They, uh, he can run with one shoe. He can run with one shoe. We prove that. Dallas fans and media were not happy. However, the trade was far from over. Nelson refused uh, to report to Dallas, and so he was traded to San Diego. Johnson planned to cut the other players and receive more picks, conditional picks from the Vikings. The coach claimed publicity that he had uh, committed the great train robbery. Wow. I don't know that that's true, but Lynn was stuck. He had to salvage as much of the situation as he could. On February 1st, 1990, he and Johnson made another deal. Dallas kept Holt, Howard, Solomon, and the conditional picks, but they gave the Minnesota Vikings some draft picks in return. Altogether, Minnesota ended up with Dallas's third and tenth round picks in 1990, San Diego's fifth round pick in 1990, and Dallas's third round pick in 1991. The Cowboys got Minnesota's first, second, and sixth round picks in 1990, Minnesota's first and second round picks in 1991, and Minnesota's first, second, and third round picks in 1992. It was the largest player trade in NFL history. Now, I want you to remember, Josh, there are three first-round picks in that, and there are also three four, uh, three second-round picks in that trade. We've that never we, recovered. So why it hurt so much? Well, we mortgaged our team's future success for a player who was, well, supposed to lead us to a Super Bowl. Instead, with Walker on the roster... Our team was 21 and 23. Inclu- Mike, Mike Lynn probably couldn't walk normal after that trade. Maybe not, including a playoff loss. This occurred after the Drew Pearson push-off. Uh, there's a, another story in here about the I Drew Pearson I push-off. I there is. And before the North Stars moved, which is another story, Minnesota seems to have an unhealthy cosmic sports connection to Dallas. What is the aftermath, Josh, you ask? Well, while we floundered, Dallas drafted players like Emmett Smith. He's pretty good. Russell Maryland. Not bad. Darren Woodson. Ooh, yeah. Well, and the Vikings released Walker in May of 1992 
after failing to trade him. He signed with Philadelphia. That same season, the Cowboys won their first of three Super Bowls in 1990. Here's the author's notes. I remember Herschel's first game, literally watching him run out of his shoe, as you had mentioned before, on his way to 148 yards. I also remember thinking, we're going to win it all. Unfortunately, that was Herschel's best game as a Viking. So, did Jimmy Johnson get arrested for this train robbery? No. uh, Jimmy Johnson will be enshrined in the National Football League Hall of Fame. But he did us so, so dirty. Yeah, but he... In so many ways. He did. He he doesn't like the Vikings. I, I don't know how he doesn't love them. I don't know how he doesn't wear a Viking jersey every damn day of his life. That's true. Yeah. He and got... it with the name Lynch on the back and the number Sucker. <laughs> and that's not even a number. It's not. I mean, I, I'm pretty good with numbers and I don't recognize that I'm one. I'm sure he has it in Roman numerals. So here we are with obviously that, as you mentioned, uh, is this is something that we just haven't recovered from. Uh, and I'll be honest, I think you're right. I mean, what is it? It's been, what, 30 years? Um, and you're right, we haven't really recovered. Um, we've tried. We've tried. We've got uh, times where we've had really good players, Randy Moss. Um, you know, we have... 98. Yeah, we have 98. 2009. So we've got wide left and across the body. Yeah. And... All because Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. I, I don't know how he sleeps at night. Yeah. Um, but wow. let's talk a little bit about 2021, Josh. Well, it's an odd year. It is an odd year. Mike, or I'm sorry, uh, Mike Zimmer. Yeah, right? you had it right. Yeah. He doesn't like even years. He no, likes odd years. He does. He, he is a little bit of an odd duck himself. I would. I can see that. So... Um, but we, we're, we're kind of dedicating some of our podcasts to talking about how in different sections and aspects of this team last week or two weeks ago I should say we spoke about the defensive line so here we are let's just move back a little bit maybe about five yards Mm -hmm. four yards Mm -hmm. and talk about our linebacking core we got Barr returning. Barr returning, yes, and and so that he, he wasn't all uh, with COVID related things. He, he right. had an injury. Uh, Kendricks still That's in right. his his prime. Um, he missed a, a fair amount of games last year, and at the end of the year, when the defense looked so putrid, right? We 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 didn't have uh, Kendricks. No, and, I, and and assuming he's back healthy, yeah, right? Again, I, and that was that was. That was a huge hole in that defense that we missed, especially when you didn't have somebody like Barr to to take over. Well, in, in, in that Kendrick's, leadership. he is the middle linebacker, right? He right. runs that defense, and, he does. and and we'll touch on him next week. Uh, Harrison Smith, right? He he's in safety, but the the leader, the one who's calling the plays, that's Kendrick's, right? And you bring in other guys it's the defense is gonna it's not gonna flow the same and you're gonna be all out of sorts right so hopefully Kendricks is back I think he's the bigger key to bring back than than Barr and I haven't been wowed with Barr and I don't buy the um 
well, he does things that you don't see. He makes such a difference that doesn't show up right. on film or in the stat book. I, I don't buy that for a first-round pick. So, yeah, it's it's fine to get Barr back, and he's probably better than uh, what we were rolling out there at the end of last year. Um, but so I, I don't think getting Barr back is, is the key to this. It's Kendrick's. Um, and then we have to, to fill in uh, weak side linebacker. I, I think we filled that with a run-of-the-mill um, Nick Vigil uh, from most recently the L.A. Chargers. And he's he's going to be fine. Um, I don't think any of our rookies that we drafted there, uh, specifically Chaz uh, Surratt, no, it, it, yeah, is is going to be ready to contribute. So, no. so Vigil, a, a twenty-seven-year-old uh, veteran, you know, hopefully he can hold it down. And this is the area of the defense where we didn't make any real big free agent splashes. We did on, on the defensive line a lot of those. Right. We did a lot in the secondary. Linebacker Nick Vigil. We drafted a guy, and then we're just hoping that, that Barr and Kendricks get back to, to health. Right. So what are your thoughts about the left side uh, for our linebacking core? Obviously, um, Anthony Barr can hold that right side down if he stays healthy. Yeah. Are we? Is that our weak point? Yeah, but right. So if we play a lot of dime defense, which I think we will, right. nickel, you don't have that. Uh, third linebacker out there so you know Vigil is probably only playing 50% of the plays right and I think we're, we're going to be okay so I have a question you you mentioned that we're you know possibility of playing um, a lot of dime maybe even a lot of nickel and I think where one of our strengths is is you know is coming back this year is in that nickel uh, nickel spot for uh for a, a not say a quarterback, um, don't don't you dare bring up McKenzie's full name tonight. I, I I need to save that. You know what a fan I am. I do. I him. do know what a fan you are. As a matter of fact, how you don't have a jersey of his yet is baffling to me. I don't get it. I'm so excited to have him back, and but I, that may solve part now. Solve, but that that's going to help fill that spot if we have any weakness on the linebacking core. And I think you and I talked off air last week that that is that is probably where our weakest area is on the defense is in that linebacking core. And it's hard to say that we're weak there with somebody like Kendricks and Barr. These are these are players that have been. Kendricks is good. Kendricks Ken- is good. He's not great. No. I, I don't think he's he's he's. He's good to very good. Barr is fine. I, that's all I'm going to give him. I, that's I'm interesting. Not gonna, I'm not going to give him any benefit of the doubt on what doesn't show up on the stat sheet or on tape, what he does away from the football. I give no shits what occurs away from the football. Right. His best play was the late hit. On Aaron Rodgers, it like was two illegal. or three years. Legal hit is okay, what you're... but that's his best play. Right. Which sucks. Yeah. Come on, man. You, you got to give more than that and, and have it occur 
around the football, around the play, have it show up on tape. You're a first round pick. Right. You you got this huge contract for you uh, offered by the, the the New York Jets a couple years ago, and the Vikings swooped in and said, "Hey, we'll we'll sign you a, a little bit less than that, but you know, come on back here. We, we really appreciate you." And he's just like he's Zimmer's boy, but he's he's just fine. He's you, he's nothing special. Do you think a part of his um, iniquities is his is between the between the ears in 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 the sense that he's just simply not motivated to to play his A game? I I've never met the man. I'm not, I'm not going to no, speak but, to his his uh, his drive for the game. He's handsome. I'll give well, him that. He is he's a handsome no, he's, man. He's certainly no Ben Lieber. No, nobody's but a Ben he, Lieber. He's, he's he's handsome, and and maybe that's his best attribute. Well, hopefully that's not his best attribute. I mean, well, it, show me something else. I mean, his his handsomeness shows up on tape. His play, it doesn't. Okay, and so obviously this was he's coming uh, he's coming off of a year where he really didn't play at all. So. You think maybe he's rested, he's healed. Uh, is this an opportunity for him to, I know, to prove you wrong? Certainly, I think that's top of mind for him. I, I would assume so, because yeah. I let my opinion of him be known. You did, and we all appreciate it, but uh, and, and probably nobody more than Anthony Barr. But this is a, this is a sort of a coming out season for him. Uh, he's he's not necessarily in the prime of his career because he's a little older, but this is a this is a point where we see maybe where he can put that feather in his cap, can drive himself to being a leader, not the leader, but a leader on that defense, and to show up in highlight reels more often. If it doesn't happen this year and we don't cut him, he he. You don't think is... we get anything for a trade on him? No, he is hanging out with Zim at the ranch in Kentucky. So well, that's all I'm going to say about that. So I think there's opportunity for us then to obviously nickel or dime, uh, bring in your boy, uh, we're, whose name we're not going to mention quite yet, because I know you're chomping at the bit. Um, I'm I'm assuming I'll see you in a, a his jersey next week. Uh, was it number what twenty? No, 20. yeah. So, if he takes the same number, yeah. Oh, because he's coming back. Hard. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you called him recently? I, I. We talk and text more than people know. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this will be a fun team to watch. I think, uh, at least I, defensively. I, I, but again, I, I go back to it happened up front and it happened in the secondary. Right. Was the excitement. The linebacker was forgotten. Right. And, and, and we're crossing our fingers and hoping that everything works out okay. Josh, I, I, can, I can tell you f- with a, a high percentage of certainty that the reason that the same running back scored six, six touchdowns on the Minnesota Vikings was had a lot to do a, a lot to do with that linebacking core um, yeah we were weak on the defensive lines part of it but that linebacking core when you don't have Anthony Barr and you don't have uh, Kendricks it's 
it's it's tough to stop people. Yeah, I'm sure that they would only score five. Back, they might have only scored five. Yeah, and that you know moral it's victories are less fun. than six um, on Christmas. But Thank I you. think that this year, I think you mentioned it two weeks ago. We won't see that happen again. It's I, it's I, Zim's job if we do. Yeah, and and again, it goes back to I think Zim identified it was the defensive line and he put resources into that to say that this is going to be the strongest unit on the defense it all starts up front and then you can let a very good player like Kendricks do his thing and hopefully Barr shows up and individual right. is a solid, solid citizen uh, linebacker it's so uh, I do want to just jump in here with a with a quote from our loyal, uh, loyal listener and uh, sometime contributor, Nathan, uh, who, after listening to our last podcast, says... What, what did we say in the last podcast? Uh, we talked about the Vikings' defensive line. Okay. Where, where were you? Well, no, we said a number of things. I'm just trying to frame the conversation. That's why you don't get paid. Um, uh, it says... You says you guys need me to come on the podcast to tell you what sports relevance in June feels like. Hashtag fear the deer. Hashtag first place NL Central. Hashtag we have everything and you have nothing. Well, I will say that uh, not a lot has changed um, from June to july so <laughs> that's true yeah we're, we're happy for you yeah, yeah you know go bucks Ho- uh, hopefully you can sleep well at night with all of your success success yeah. you try sleeping downtrodden and ashamed of your sports fandom once in a while yeah. it's it's not a good night's sleep young man it's not yeah and, and just because you're young you don't remember the 80s and the Packers and such. And My favorite thing about Don Mikowski, though, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. When he would take the football kind of on the point, right? And he would roll it back over his hand, kind of on top, and, yeah. and let it sit there for a sec, and then roll it back down. So that's what they call the magic man. Yeah, right. Yeah. I could do that. I was like 12. I'm yeah. like, hey, way to go. That's the Packers quarterback's best move. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it wasn't being a quarterback, I'll no. tell you that right now. Uh, but he had a great name. Yeah, he um, did. And and certainly Doug Minkiewicz. Minkiewicz. Yeah, was better than the Magic Man. Yeah. Don Mikowski, but <laughs> y- you know it's it's fine. Yeah, don't, it's okay. Don't get lost in the con- consonants and, and vowels, yeah. etc. How did his career happen? Go after uh, he played for the Packers. I think he went to Vegas and <laughs> uh, he kind of warmed up the audience for uh, Siegfried and Royd with the, the football oh, hand yeah. trick, with the, the magic trick. hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Um, thanks, well, Nathan. And, for... and so this is what we need to do to build ourselves up at the end of June and, and in July is rip on the nut, the, 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 pre, the, the pre-Brett Favre quarterback for the yeah. Packers. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We are, uh, you know, history tends to repeat itself and well, the Packers don't have a great uh, outlook uh, coming up this year without the uh, 
uh, or with the subtraction of Aaron Rodgers, uh, and we all know that that's just going to happen, and he's not going to play whether he retires, sits out, is traded, or whatever it is. Well, it's, hopefully Jordan loves magic. Yeah, let's see that. Um, but we'll get to that later, and I'd love to have Nathan on to talk about the history or the future of the Packers. Um, Nathan, we always do love when you're on, and we love when you uh, send us your comments, and we welcome everybody's comments. Uh, but we and are, t-shirt orders. Do I get a cut of that at least? Yeah, you get a cut of the t-shirt orders. Or at least the shipping and handling. Yeah, you'll get the shipping and handling, but you got to pay for the shipping and handling. So whatever, if you get a couple of pennies after that. You'll give me the um, Sharpie marker to sign the shirt at least, right? I don't have to supply my own. Oh, all right. I'll give you a crayon. Wow. Drive a hard bargain, do yeah. I? Um, so... I see that we have cereal that's not in a box. No. It's in a bag. This is my current favorite chocolate cereal. And oh. and you're like, wow, Josh, you have a lot of favorite chocolate cereals. I do. I like chocolate. I like cereal. Yeah. But this one is the Cocoa Dino Bites. Dino Bites. From Malto Meal. And Malto Meal has destroyed post. Oh, and the, I agree. The Fruity Pebbles, the Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. If you take the Flintstones aspect out of that, Malto Meals cereal is so much better. I'm so much more interested oh, I in totally it. I totally agree. It's, it's, it doesn't uh, wilt under seconds of milk. The flavor is better. The crunch obviously is, is much better. These are fabulous they the dinobites the 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 fruity dinobites the cocoa dinobites way better than anything that post has on I, on the market right now and well it still looks like you got a little bit of morning wood left over there so go ahead and finger my bowl thank you yeah you are right if you if you when you just grab a hold of these uh versus um the flintstones version of cocoa whatever it's called pebbles pebbles um this they they feel crispier in your hand. Listen to that crunch, right? It's very crunchy. It's yeah. very good, and the, I think the chocolate the, flavor the, the is better. The cocoa flavor, yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and finger your own bowl. Well, yeah. Good. I know you're drooling over those. Yeah. Uh, this is a great cereal, uh, and multiple people. You're right. Uh, you can find this at Aldi. You can find this in any grocery store, but. Um, it's such reputable a, yeah, grocery store, it, I yeah, would assume. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. Um, mm. So God, quite good. Quite a good cereal. Yes. Uh, Here, let's finger the bowl together, Matt. Right. Oh, well, that's oh, kind of. Wow. You must use lotion. Mm. 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 That's very good. Yeah. Wow. This is what people want to hear on the podcast: is to hear both of us eat and nobody talk. So uh, the I video would have been better for, it, for it us. It certainly would have fingering the bowl together. But if you want, you can put in your T-shirt order through our Facebook page, which is Sports on the Porch. You can even tweet it to MN Sports on Porch. Uh, we always love your comments. Uh, we love anything. Uh, Nathan, you can, of course, just text us. and Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll jump yeah. on that. Um, and the price for the T-shirts? Undisclosed, uh, uh, really. Yeah. It's, well, it really depends it's, on the customer. And the quantity. Yeah. I mean, if we get a lot of orders, hell, we'll, we'll just... We'll reduce the price by quite a bit, but um, and if you want to know what they look like, well, just 
imagine it in your head and that's exactly what it looks like um it's a quality yeah. shirt and it's got sports on the porch on well and and probably what would help sell it more than anything is our faces do not appear anywhere on the shirt that's correct yeah yeah our yeah we don't that why ruin a good shirt right i mean it's it's not a hanes white plain white t-shirt okay it's not that it does have a logo on it and it has words and that's all we're going to tell you yeah yeah the rest is you know up to your imagination um all right well thank you so much josh for uh having hosting us tonight again and thanks everybody for listening and win twins huh? um let's go links all right um i don't care about the timberwolves so or the vikings right now so all right yeah have a good evening everybody let's go links <laughs>